So now we speak to an organization opposing the sale of alcohol at petrol stations. This is after BP and Pick and Pay were granted a liquor license at the Pick and Pay Express store. And we are joined on the line by Maurice Smithers, Director of Southern African Alcohol Policy Alliance. Good to have you on the show, Maurice. Thank you so much for for chatting, for agreeing to chat to us this afternoon. Thank you very much for having us. So, Maurice, why are you opposed to this idea? Well, um, to give you some background, um, globally, it's been recognized that having alcohol available at petrol stations is a problem mm. because it, uh, it, it can contribute towards uh, an increase in drinking and driving. Um, it can actually, because petrol stations also stay open 24 hours, uh, even if uh, the alcohol is supposed to be sold at 8 o'clock at night, you know, it, it is possible that people can sell under the counter after that time. Um, in particular, in South Africa, we have 5,000, uh, more or less, petrol stations. Mm. So that means that in a country where we already have, uh, by anybody's standards, too many liquor outlets, both licensed and unlicensed, there's a potential for adding another 5,000 uh, uh, licensed places into the mix. So generally speaking, we just don't think it's a very good idea. Um, it, 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 uh, it creates too much risk in a country that already is facing uh, too many alcohol risks in terms of uh, alcohol-related harm. Um, and, and, and it's important to point out that in 2016, government, uh, the cabinet actually uh, adopted a, a liquor policy, which was drafted by the Department of Trade and Industry, and in that document, it makes a strong recommendation for not having liquor licenses at petrol stations. And then in the same year, in fact, in the same cabinet meeting, cabinet adopted the liquor amendment bill, uh, releasing it for uh, public comment. And of course, that eventually was intended to become an act. And in that bill, it specifically says petrol stations cannot get uh, cannot get liquor licenses. So uh, it's already an issue that's on the table. It's already an issue that is um, being thought about by government. It's already an issue that is being looked at internationally. And uh, part of the problem is that the, the bill should have been passed a long time ago. If, if the bill had been passed a long time ago, uh, it's been five years since it was approved by Cabinet. Had it been passed, we wouldn't have this problem because the law would be in place and we wouldn't. Uh, then there wouldn't be any flexibility around the issue. So what action have you taken against this? Well, one, one of the things we've done is spoken to the DTIC, the, the Department of Trade, Industry and Competition. One of the challenges that they face is that because it's not a law at this point in time, they cannot actually uh, stop legally. They cannot stop people from having licenses at petrol stations. Added to that, uh, the problem that they have is that liquor licenses are actually issued by provinces, not by national. Mm. So in, in, in order for them to, to stop uh, the awarding of licenses to petrol stations for now, at least until the bill is through, they would have to get the approval and the cooperation of provinces. And they've undertaken to speak to them about it, 
but um, there's no guarantee that the provinces will actually will actually listen. So what we've done is we've written to all of the premiers and to all of the MECs who are responsible for liquor licensing and raised the issue with them and just said that we think it would be the best thing to do from a social responsibility point of view to not actually issue these licenses until such time as there's clarity uh, from the legislation. We've also written to BP seeking clarity from them because it's not very clear uh, from the article who's got the license. Is it BP who's got the license or is it Pick and Pay that's got the license? Uh, if it's BP, we are, saying, we are asking them why do they feel they have to, they have to, uh, to do this uh, and do they really think it's a socially responsible thing to do? So we are waiting a response from them as well. Two quick and qu- then, then there's a petition that's running mm. on change.org where we're trying to get the view of the public. And we, and we had a press conference where we raised the issue and, and we're talking on radio stations like yours to get people thinking about it and talking about it. Two questions. How many licenses have been granted so far and are the licenses limited to selling wine? Okay, so uh, the, the answer to the first question is we don't know. And the reason I say that, uh, one, is because the newspaper article that, we, uh, that, that drew our attention to this issue only mentioned one license. Uh, in fact, claimed that it was the first license that had uh, ever been given to a petrol station. Mm. We do know that four others have been applied for, but we're not aware of uh, whether those have been approved. But one of the things that happened a couple of days ago was we got uh, a couple of tweets. We saw a couple of tweets in which um, somebody from Alberton and somebody from uh, Polokwane claimed that there were petrol stations there uh, that were selling alcohol. So, So we have to do some research into this. Our, our attempts to engage with provinces will actually uh, go on to engaging with them and saying to them uh, how many liquor licenses have been uh, uh, have been issued so far. Uh, as as for the question of of uh, what they can sell, yes, it's only wine because for now. well, at least at this stage, for now, yes, <laughs> for now, yes, <laughs> quite right. Uh, because yeah, the growth, you know, they they've applied for a grocer's license. Now, a grocer's license is uh, historically a license that supermarkets used to used to get. Uh, that was the only license that a supermarket could get. Uh, they could uh, apply for that, and then they could sell wine in the store. And I'm sure you've walked around a, you know, a, a checkers or a or a pick and pay or a boxer, and you've seen they're selling wine inside the shop. But since 2003, the supermarkets managed to persuade government to allow supermarkets to apply for licenses for standalone shops. So if you go into a mall where there's perhaps a pick and pay or a checkers or a food lovers nearby, you will find they can't, they're not allowed to have it inside the shop. Uh, It has to be a separate shop. Uh, But nearby you will see a fully fledged bottle store selling all kinds of alcohol. So that's a new thing that happened. And that also is our concern. And the reason why, uh, because there's a possibility also that, uh, that, you know, this is the first step towards getting full licenses at those kinds of premises. And why it's an issue of concern is also to do with the economy. One of the things we learned the other day is that since supermarkets have been allowed to get licenses, 
uh, full licenses. According to Who Owns Whom of 2017, which is a, a reputable uh, 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 industry document that is produced every year, according to this document, as a result of supermarkets getting liquor licenses uh, to have fully fledged bottle stores, 70% of small independent bottle stores have had to close down and 60,000 jobs have been lost. Mm. Mm. So the question we would like to ask is, do we want a situation where big supermarket chains, which are already making a lot of money from selling alcohol, in fact, in some instances are surviving, not surviving, but making a lot of their profit from alcohol. Uh, I, I, we, I met someone the other day from ShopRite um, who used to work at ShopRite, and he confirmed, he said, you know, that sometimes at the, when, they, when they issue their financial reports, they find that their general sales have gone down, food and various other things that they're selling, but alcohol is always up. Macro the other day said 25% of their turnover or profit comes from alcohol. So what you have is a situation of uh, um, uh, consolidation of selling of alcohol with big, big companies. Uh, now with petrol stations and petrol companies getting licenses, I mean, these are global giants. BP is a global giant. They, you know, all they're going to do is be getting richer and taking work away from independent people who might mm. be selling alcohol mm. and, and, and resulting in job losses. So, so you know, we, we, can't, we, we really can't see the benefits to anyone except the liquor industry of having this situation uh, uh, happening. Uh, and that's why we're really encouraging um, the provincial governments to put a moratorium on doing it for now and, and encouraging a national government to pass the liquor amendment bill as soon as possible so yeah. that uh, there's clarity in the country uh, around this issue. And, and we hope that, that it will go the right direction. You know, Maurice, what I really find strange is that every time, um, especially during the lockdown, when, yeah. when, when the president shuts down the country, the yeah. first thing that he talks about is alcohol yeah you know uh, that alcohol is not supposed to be sold um, yeah. because when people take alcohol they get out of control there's car accidents too many people in hospitals when we should be looking after people who are suffering from 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 this uh, horrible COVID 19 yeah. and then yeah. for me and for us it doesn't really make sense how can one sell alcohol at a garage and mm. the garage obviously are used by motorists <laughs> and you yeah. don't want them to drink alcohol but here you are i'm at a garage i'm thirsty i'm like i feel like drinking something you go to your garage get alcohol and you start drinking because you will be tempted to drink it's as of simple course. as of that of course of course of course no i mean it's a it's, it's a highly problematic move and it's, it's not it's no coincidence that globally uh many many countries in fact even countries around us in Southern Africa, Crazy, man. don't allow uh, petrol stations to have uh, to have liquor licenses, and so so it's not uh, it's not something that 
would be unusual for South Africa. In fact, it's something that the World Health Organization also discourages because they believe that it's actually, um, uh, it just contributes. You know, you know, at the end of the day, the important thing to understand is that as SAPA, we are not trying to ban alcohol. We're not trying to say people shouldn't be drinking alcohol at all. We understand that alcohol forms, you know, uh, is, 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 is very much a part of many people's lives. But what we are saying is that the use of alcohol should not happen at the expense of the health and safety of the people who are drinking and the people around them. And so, therefore, whatever steps we take in the country should be geared towards maximizing that safety. And we already have a situation where... Even under COVID, one of the things about COVID is it, it has highlighted the issue of alcohol. And many cabinet members, including the president, have said that we, we need better legislation. We need less alcohol outlets. The president himself in January, when he was interviewed by the Sunday Times, he said we need to look at, um, you know, uh, increasing excise tax. We need to look at... Uh, uh, limiting or banning advertising. We need to look at raising the drinking age. We need to look at uh, limiting the operating hours. All of these would go towards creating a situation where the consumption of alcohol would not be as much of a threat to the people of the country as it is now. And that's what we need to be looking at. And it's just astonishing that, um, that given all of that and given everything that you said about what's happened under covid uh, that 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 government is not actually raising this, these issues themselves and saying, but why are we letting this happen? Um, you know, why do we as civil society have to raise these issues? Maurice, thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. All right, that's Maurice Smith as the director of uh, SAPA SA. Um, that's the organization that is opposing the sale of alcohol at uh, petrol stations. And uh, do we have a caller on the line who wants to comment on this uh, this interview or this story? Uh, Maurice. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, I'm looking. I see Maurice. I say it. You know what? What is most shocking is the fact that most of the fatal crashes that we see on our roads are because of drunk driving. Now you want to then add this alcohol factor to drivers whilst they're on the whilst they're en route like how does how does this make sense yeah hi my throat is dry i've been talking for so long can we play a song serious